Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everybody, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Happy Monday to you. Great to be here uh, with you. We are live on the radio. We are live on YouTube. You can watch us, uh, certainly. Go to YouTube.com. Search Ben and Woods. Give us a like, a follow, subscription, whatever you want to do. Tell your friends. Uh, listen, we really appreciate you. Any way you could choose to consume us, um, we're very appreciative of that. Uh, today is Monday, January 77th. Yeah, the longest month of the the longest month of the year by far. It will not end. It just won't. Never a month longer than March 2020. Oh my god, that's true. I remember that one? Oh my god, this is rivaling it though. January's never my favorite uh, my favorite month. Certainly, my wife can attest to that. I think I've been okay this year, but uh, I am starting to lose my mind. I, I'm Steve Woods. I think um, I'll explain in a moment. That is Paul Rindel. He's the executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. And Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us as well. And as the fellas can attest to, your boy here is losing it. Just, uh, it, it may be gone at this point, but we got a, a really nice invitation last week uh, to go out and play a very nice golf course called the Farms. Now, I had not played the Farms ever. I'd heard nothing but amazing stories and some horror stories about how difficult it was and I have not been swinging the uh, the shillelaghs very much at all, um, and I didn't. Ben said, "I don't know if this is the best course to come back to on your first time," <laughs> which is Ben's way of saying, 
This is going to be torture for yeah. you. Sorry. Bend over and spread them, basically, <laughs> is what you were telling me. And uh, boy, were you right on that one. Holy smokes. I think I would rather have lit cigarettes put out on me than try that, that place again. That course was a monster. <laughs> like, you could put me in one of those... What are those things they used to do where you put your arms through the, the hole and your head through Socks. a hole? A stock. Stock. I'd rather sit in the stock for four hours while you guys played than go play that place again. <laughs> I lost like 37 balls. I'm not kidding. I, my balls were filled. I left. I go, well, out 18. I go, it's my last one. Might as well go for the green. <laughs> Hit that one in the water. I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Uh, it, well, we had such a great time with, uh, with the tier one that invited us. He was incredible. Nothing against him. The golf course, though, was <laughs> tremendously, tremendously difficult. The hardest I've ever seen. And uh, so we finish up, and I said, guys, I got to go. I got to pick up my little guy from school. Um, we timed it out perfect, man. I finished at 4, pick him up at 4.30, and I, I call my wife on the you know walk from the clubhouse out to the car, and I get to chatting with her, and I get about 85% home, and I go, oh, no. I don't hear my golf clubs rattling around in the back. You know why I don't? Because I forgot them. I left them at the farms. You just walked back out to your car. To my car. No bag on my shoulders, without nothing. Clubs. Just that, you right didn't feel out. naked leaving <laughs> nope. a golf course without your clubs. I'm losing it. I'm telling wow. you. I'm losing it. Dementia, something is, is setting in. So mm. I call Polly. I go, uh, hey, good times today. Um, are you... Do you, are you, would you happen to be there still? Paul goes, no, bro. I'm five minutes from my house. I go, oh, all right. All right. Well, I, Why? Uh, What's going on? I'm 99% sure I uh, left my clubs there. Paul just goes, oh, no. And I, you know, I lose range finders. That, the thing is, I got two small kids. What drive, like, we all had parents. What drove your parents the craziest? When you'd leave your jacket at school. Yeah. When you'd lose your lunchbox. And my my dad, Ben, the jackets that that man had to buy for me that I lost and forgot. Or did you lose them, or did Paul put them in? Paul the put toilets? them in the toilet. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps missed that story. Paulie uh, put one of his rivals' jacket, flushed it down the toilet. He left it in the bathroom when I went to the bathroom. And he was a bully. <laughs> and he was a jerk. Jerk. So shoved it in the toilet. Yeah, and left uh, it. He went and realized, oh, I left my jacket in the bathroom. So, I don't know, 10 minutes later, he went and retrieved his jacket, told the teacher that somebody had put it in the toilet. And so, goes, all they got to do hey, is Paul. check the last one that used the pass. Paul Reindel. Paul, did you do this? Nope. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well, you were the last one to use the bathroom. I don't know what to tell you. Well, that's weird because I, I didn't, didn't do, do it. it. <laughs> one of my favorite stories. <laughs> but when I would come home. And my my dad was like the jacket police. Where's your jacket? I'm like, oh, please don't ask. I think I left it at school. The the rage, you know, just boiling under. He's like, oh, there's. Let's be honest. There's like thirty dollars. I'm gonna have to spend again on another jacket. So you go through that with your children. Anybody with kids knows that kids leave their baseball bat at the, the yard. They leave their glove at the yard. You're like, God dang it! I gotta go buy a new glove. I can't do that to my children. That's the. If my kids come to me and say, Dad, I left my glove, I'm going to be like, all right, sounds good. I'll go buy you another one. Because I do it, too. There's no one worse than me. So I left my golf clubs at the farms, <clears throat> had to call had to call the, our, our Tier 1 that invited us. I was like, so sorry for this. Can you let them know I'll be by tomorrow to pick up my clubs? Saturday, I had to get up, 
drive all the way out there, pick up my clubs, throw them in the car, and Bo is laughing at me the entire time. <laughs> entire time. He knew. He knew. He's like, oh, oh, I guess you forgot it. Guess you're not responsible. I'm like, I guess not. Well, you you jumped ahead a couple of uh, pages in this story because earlier on the course, when you left the range, no, you left your my putter cover. You were talking about your range finder. You're like, oh yeah, I've lost three of those over the last, I don't know, year, year and a half. Yeah. And then, where's know, my putter cover? Half an hour later, you go, Paul, have you seen my uh, head cover for my putter? Uh, no. It was on top of the cart last time I saw it 45 minutes ago. Luckily, the group behind us did bring that one back. But after you lost the putter cover, you were like, I can't. You're like, Paul, I can't say anything to my kids. Never. I lose stuff all the time. All the time. I didn't know two hours later you were going to forget my clubs. leave the golf course without your golf My golf clubs, clubs man. So I have a minor confession to make. So after the you round, stole my I range. After the after the round, we split up. I had to go grab my shoes from the locker room, and I thought you guys left, but I wasn't there. I was in there more than two or three minutes, and I walked right back out. I didn't stay for anything, but I walked out with our tier one who had hosted us. And as we walked back out, I saw your clubs there and thought, oh, Woods is still here, which is what I think would be the logical, oh, he must have gone to the bathroom or something, and I'm actually leaving before him. And then as I'm walking out and um, we're chatting and having a conversation, I forgot that your clubs were there, but I parked next to you. So when I got to my car... My car was gone. Your car was gone, and I didn't put... (laughs) It didn't register. I didn't put two and two together (laughs) that... Woods' clubs are still here, but his car is gone. That is, I should have noticed no, that. Listen, but a nor- I didn't. maybe a normal person would say, "Hey, <laughs> come on, man! It's not your fault, okay. Ben. It's my fault. It's my fault. I lose everything, and uh, it's a problem. I'm going to have to be the guy with like the different colored rubber bands on his arm." That I move over to the other arm. Do you have your keys? Move my rubber band over. I have my keys. Do you get your wallet? Move my green rubber band over. Uh, did you bring your hat? Move my red rubber band over. This is me. I'm an idiot, man. And I'm uh, and like I got home and I was like, you'd just be. Why am I wearing all these rubber, rubber bands? bands on my hand? To quote. Curb your enthusiasm, which we mentioned last week. Yes. That's the second feeble thing you've done this week. It's I am feeble. One more, and I, that's it. You walked done. into a glass door. I, I'm, tur- I'm turning. I'm spilled tune everywhere, I'm, and then you left your clubs at the golf course. I'm, I'm turning feeble. Now right this is in one of those of fancy eyes. golf courses where when you finish up, they bring your clubs to the front clubs for you to the to top the, to yep. the, ra- the drive around. Yep, yep. They leave yep. it right there. They don't put it in your car for you. I was right. I was. They don't know I which car you drove. Believe me, I didn't think that they were going to. I wasn't like, whoa, it's on this. Like, <laughs> normal person would blame Ben or the the valets for not doing. No, I. I it's my fault. I I just tweeted the other day. Always be accountable. This is me being accountable for being a moron, and I I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna have to really start doing like the mental checklists, and uh, and, and so I'm I'm working on that. But I can't. My kids, you got me. You absolutely got me. Lo- lose whatever you want. I can't say a word about it. Not one. That would make me the world's biggest hypocrite uh, if I did it. It's hard to talk to Ben right now because he is wearing an ass pro shot. So yeah, a lot hat. of people in the chat or who are seeing us on TV are noticing my my headgear, which <laughs> was waiting for me when I got here this morning. Yeah. It's the story. I, obviously, the story is. You you broke me with that line, and I I absolutely cracked up. What was it last week? Last week, we were a couple about weeks ago, our, a few weeks ago, our trip to the uh, to the strip club in Glendale, and then 
what you know, giant adult stores. What would that be called? And Bass you, Pro Shop. You, you came up with that line. Those items. Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, the Bass. Pro- <laughs> More like Ass Pro Shops. To be honest with you. <laughs> You got me. <laughs> pro shop I would like to go to. Let's see what it's. It's still the same guy, as I said. The same nude guy, the eunuch, with no wiener, floating in a tub. Welcome to Ask Pro Shops. <laughs> Can I help you? What are you looking for? Uh, yeah. So it's great. So I, we had a. You guys know we're starting a tier one baseball team. And we had our first scrimmage yesterday, and uh, one of the tier ones there goes, Woodsy, 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 don't leave, don't leave. And I, I was oh. And he ran up, he goes, bam, dropped it in the front seat with the, uh, the Ass Pro Shop. And there it is. You have it. And I'll tell you, never really seen you in a trucker hat. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. It looks yeah. better than some of the golf hats that you wear. I'm not going to lie. Thank you, thank you for good. that. Let's be honest. I like I'm, that better than the floppy I'm wearing hat. it on the show. It's going to take a nice position of prominence here. <laughs> no way I can wear this around Why? anywhere I go. Why? I it's so legendary. <laughs> it's so legendary. Yeah, he's got his ass pro shop <laughs> hat on. It's the best. When we get oh him, it's God. it's just some of my, my favorite how'd your, things. Uh, how'd your first, uh, what was the game, scrimmage? Yeah, we, first, had, a, we had a scrimmage yeah. yesterday against the uh, SD Marlins. Now, they play down in SDABL. We play up in North County. We met up in uh, a field in Escondido. And, uh, you know, it were a little bit of a rough start. We were down 6-1, but we came back to win uh, 10-7. Uh, and it was a lot of fun, man, seeing what we got out there. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, man, the infield that we have is, is I put it up against any adult League infield out there. Our catcher, uh, Tyler, spectacular. Uh, we've got arms. Uh, we started to hit the ball a little bit late, so I, it felt good, man. I had a nice day at the dish. I was very happy, um, and it just felt good to be back out there again. So it's going to be fun watching the Tier 1s uh, pull it together this year. It's the first time I've played on a team where I didn't like haven't played with these guys forever, but you can already see the, the squad coming together. It was just great to be out there with the boys running around. Uh, yesterday, so tier ones could be a, a force to be reckoned with. We ended up winning, you know, winning the game. They had a couple of good arms, and we we hit those guys, and um, it was a lot of fun, man. And when's the first official game? I believe it is February. February, uh, I believe it's going 18th? to be eighteenth. F- uh, yes, I believe it's February eighteenth. So, um, you know, I allegedly a bunch of rain's going to be here in February. Who knows what happens? But we'll keep you guys uh, abreast of if you want to come out and watch. There were about 50 people there yesterday. I'm not kidding. Like, they did a little mini fundraiser for the school. So they had a lot of people there. And we get we donated some money as a team uh, to them as well. And uh, it was a lot of fun, man. And you guys can come out and, and uh, watch and cheer and jeer and everything else. Our uni should be getting in pretty soon. They're going to look really, really sharp. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Great to hang with the, uh, you know, our listeners and stuff on a Sunday playing baseball with them. It was, it was pretty awesome. All right, everyone, feel warm, loose, ready to go. Yeah, all right. We got loose. a full week coming up here. Twenty hours of uh, radio ahead. Uh, we get it started next. We'll uh, hand out the menus, get you ready for what's coming up on the show today. Don't go anywhere. It's Ben and Woods. First check of traffic with Kelly, and Monday is here. We'll try to make it as painless as possible for everybody on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven-three, The Fan. Day and night. 
I toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind. I look for peace, but see, I don't attain. What I need for keys, the silly game we play, play. Now look at this. Madness the magnet keeps attracting me, me. I try to run, but see, I'm not that fast. I think Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Woods, I like where your head is. I really do. Uh, during the break, Woods was saying, I want to talk some Padres. And I go, I, I mean, everyone's still talking about pretty much how the Detroit Lions 49ers game end yesterday, yep. even though we rarely get going with football first. I think we got to tackle the conference championship games yesterday. And we will get into Padres uh, coming up later in the show. But I want to, I want to start out this morning. Uh, we've got our Super Bowl matchup. It is the Chiefs against the 49ers. It is uh, going to be less than two weeks away now, February 11th at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. 49ers opening as uh, two-point favorites in that game. But we have to discuss- seen it go down to one point now. Uh, so people are betting the Chiefs now. All of a sudden, the Chiefs, who looked as pedestrian as any Chiefs team in the last you know five or six years during the regular season... At this pace, might even be favored to win the Super Bowl by the time we get to the game. If uh, if the betters continue uh, to pound the Chiefs over the next couple of weeks, so uh, they go ahead and hold on against the uh, Ravens, the Lions, with some well, yeah, some questionable coaching decisions by Dan Campbell, big uh, big 
fan of Dan Campbell on this show. We've never uh, hidden that fact, but uh, he was certainly second guest, third guest by people across the country yesterday. I uh, want to get into that coming up, but there's a lot that we want to talk about over the weekend. Had the uh, finish of the Farmers Insurance Open on Saturday. I got to be out oh. there for the award ceremony. Oh, man. Had a uh, he kind of Detroit lions it, but then he recovered at the end. Matthew Pavone uh, wins his first ever PGA Tour event and just his 11th start as a rookie. So he uh, he kind of surprised everyone. The big names weren't able to ever make a run. We'll talk a little golf coming up. Then we will get into the San Diego Padres after Take on Woods and Don't Do This. And we had the spring training invitations, which, of course, came out on Friday after our show, and we can talk about who's going to show up in Peoria, Arizona here in a couple of weeks. I also have kind of done some, yeah, let's just connecting of the dots, shall we say, and everyone trying to figure out what what is the Padres' plan? What is their post-Peter Seidler strategy look like financially? Does this make sense? Is this a, a giant retrenchment? I have Great word. I have decided... At least, and I don't have any, you know, no one's, you know, inside the Padres front office leaking me information. But I've come up with a a theory that fits the facts of what's been going on for the Padres this offseason. And I've seen whispers about this. I have as well. And it it does make some sense when you lay it all out. So It's a a bit of a gamble, I would say, a bit of a ballsy move. But I want to talk about the potential... Of Roki Sasaki yes. to the Padres. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe yes. one one year from from now, one year hence, uh, from the international market, and why that could be a game changer for the San Diego Padres, and why it might actually be worth a little bit of pain this off season in order to reap benefits for years and years to come in your pitching rotation. And there's no guarantees here, but I can sort of see a strategy that the Padres might be implementing that could be at least partially focused around one of the hottest international prospects that we've seen, probably the hottest since Shohei Otani yeah. coming to the United States. And nothing's guaranteed at this point, but the the little clues that we've seen of what the Padres have done fit some of the facts that that could be a, a major part of their strategy going forward. The old tank for Roki. Uh, as they say, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news Roki. is it's it not really a, matter. It's you don't not have a to draft. Tank. You don't have to yeah. lose. Um, but there are certain yeah. There's certain conditions you have to meet. Yeah. There's money that you may not spend so that you don't go over the luxury yeah. tax to get Roki to I, maximize some, your. Some may look at that as a, a tanking of sorts. Potential to sign him, and we'll we'll kind of go through all of it coming up in our seven o'clock hour. Uh, it was. Just Big weekend on you know a m- m- bunch of other fronts as well in the sports world. Obviously, uh, we'll get to the football news though here uh, first coming up. Uh, Rattle report in our nine o'clock hour. We still let's see when was our last guest on the show when we were in Peoria, Arizona. Yeah, we don't have any scheduled today either. No, it's great. So this will be six six straight shows see, unless let's, let's someone see. surprises us. Are you trying to set a new sports talk radio record? Our last non fantasy camp guest was. AJ Casavell on Friday, January twelfth. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> Seventeen days. We only so, had two guests that entire week. That's amazing. I love it. I love it too. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking out of turn here. I, I don't think the majority of the people that are listening and call themselves tier ones of the Ben and Woods show tune in because they're dying to hear other people talk. Yep. That's just me. I don't disagree with you. 
which is why I've been okay with it the last couple of weeks. And as long as you keep coming up with good topics, and uh, Paulie's got a good discussion. I would to get love into. to book a Jesse Rogers, uh, an Eno Saris, uh, a Chris Rose. There's nothing to talk about right now. There's not a damn thing to talk about in the world of baseball right now, other than our own beloved San Diego Padres. Holding a sneeze over I know, there. I can tell. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I've been, I dust, I did like, Sweeping and dusting on Saturday uh, morning, and since then, I can't stop. It just keeps coming back every single time, and I've been sneezing for like two days. Yeah, <laughs> drives me crazy. Uh, Paulie's got a good topic. Uh, if you saw the Detroit Tigers went out and signed their top prospect, who is yet to make his major league debut, Cole Keith. Yep, uh, to a six-year contract. Uh, his idea: Should the Padres be considering something like that with an Ethan Salas? If not now. Uh, maybe next off season to lock him up, and is that gamble? Is that kind of money and investment, you know, worth it in the long run? What you may save on the back end versus what you're spending now on a prospect who wouldn't make any money for the next, you know, four years. Uh, they'd be at the minimum at the even if you brought them up to the big leagues for the first two or three years. Is it worth paying them more now? It's the second time this offseason we've seen that. Yep. Who was the, the first uh, one? The Brewers. The Brewers did, did it. Yeah. it with their guys. That's right. Churio. Churio. Yep. Churio. Jackson Churio. Jackson Churio. Like yeah. He signed one as well before making his major league debut. Yeah. It seems to be the new trend in major league baseball. Take your top prospect. Take care of them early. And, you know, potentially buy out a couple of years of free agency to save what you're thinking could be tens of millions on the back end, but give them some of that money up front so they're not a, you know, poor, starving baseball player for the first three or four years of their career. Yeah, I think it's a, you know, it, it, we'll talk about it more at length. I was very in, in support of what the, uh, the Brewers did, and I'm in support of this too. And, you know, if the Padres do it with a guy like Salas, who again is, is supposed to be the truth. You've seen you've seen guys flame out so many times, top prospects, so many times. You better be sure. You know, you better be as close to sure as you can when you do something like this. And I think, um, you know, with at least in the Brewers and Tigers' case, I think they're feeling. Yeah, these are these are the guys going to be cornerstones. How do you know? How do you know? Very hard. I mean, the That's jump game. from A ball to Double A is, is huge. Very Double A to Triple A is yep. huge. Triple A to the majors even bigger. And. The only way to find out is to get that guy at that level, yep. which he hasn't been there yet. And I just that stands out to me as surprising when you see those numbers well, when, around. But you know, when you see numbers of of top prospects that go out and hit the open market and they're on their way to superstardom, that contract is is what scares you too. Like, yeah. can we keep him? Is this our best chance as the Detroit Tigers to keep this guy? For a little bit longer than maybe we would have, yeah. Instead of five, exactly. So yeah. it does make some sense. So, uh, but no, we got to get into the football next. That's fine. Talk about the games yesterday. Just, oh, my heart's just broken for Lions fans. I mean, you 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 had that one. You absolutely had that one, and uh, uh, boy, it got away quick. I, mean, you had, I don't. You had people probably planning trips to Las Vegas oh, at halftime. Yeah. yeah, at least at least they're at least Looking on Expedia. Yeah. They were on Expedia at halftime. I don't want everyone blaming Dan Campbell, though. I, I really I, don't either. I, I really I don't. don't either. Uh, you agree with some of his sure. decisions? I want to get into that coming up next. Uh, we'll start with the conference championships in football. Move on from there on a Monday. Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three, the fan.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Boomer season is not over yet. No. Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti continues every Friday at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and on the free Odyssey app. It is presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. By the way, our uh, our NFL picks contest, which was supposed to last through the Super Bowl. It's over. <laughs> playoff picks. Yeah, it's over. Paulie is Rindle. over. Paulie thanks Rindle. to the backdoor yep. touchdown by the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Polly has amassed an insurmountable lead Correct. in our picks contest. I've already I, paid off. Uh, we made up some ground in the first game when I the Chiefs I won. I made up ground in you the did. first game when the Chiefs won, but I needed I needed the uh, 49ers to cover. You needed the 49ers to cover to stay within striking distance of Polly yep. before the Super Bowl. We did not. So any uh, any picks from this point on are simply for entertainment purposes. Second place only. Yeah, I'm second not place for is second. not I've worth already, anything. I've already paid there's off. no yeah. there's no money for second place. I already Venmoed them. I was I had money on Detroit plus seven and a half as well. So when they did not elect to just kick the first quick the yeah, kick quick, the quick field kick goal because you're gonna have to get the onside kick Correct. either way. Due to clock management, and I'm thinking, just just kick the three. That's good. That works. Just kick the three. They didn't. They go for it. I'm like, oh my god, that Got it. back of the end zone touchdown. Uh, that did it for me. One so, time. so Dan Campbell is certainly in the crosshairs today. Sure. Um, you know, my feed. I I had the temerity oh, to. They, you call it temerity. I call it the moronity. Suggest to, to suggest that, it. Not that, that you're a his moron. De, his decision was more than defensible. <clears throat> you know, that, it's that, not what I would have done. But it's I, not. It's not the idiot move that everyone 
is tweeting about. Like, I, how could you be such an idiot, a moron, not to kick a field goal in that situation? If I were your social media manager, right, you're Ben Higgins, social media extraordinaire, I would have said, hey, just take this play off. T- you have a radio show. You can talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> take this one off. We'll talk it about it. It was too hot. It was the, the oven. It was, it was, it was too hot. I'm, I'm you not, went right for it. I'm not going to back off, though. Wow. And we'll talk about it right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. So let's start in reverse with the NFC Championship. The Detroit Lions just absolutely ambushing San Francisco 49ers on the road, jumping out, quick two touchdowns. They're up 17 at the half, 24-7. to seven. Oh, Just rolling, Benny. You're in that position. You you need to you need to be able to finish that game in the second half. You're up 17 points. Uh, obviously, the lead was gone by the end of the third quarter. The 49ers come back, win at 34-31. 17 points in eight minutes. Eight minutes will do that to you every single time. So, can I say as an aside, I was driving home uh, from the tier one scrimmage, and this is a little bit captain obvious. Kevin Harlan is the greatest MFer yes. I have ever heard on the radio in my life. I felt for the first time ever listening to a football game like I was watching it on television. He could you could not do a better job than Kevin Harlan did on the radio call. Master of detail. Right here on 973 the fifth. Looks into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. He's on some goofball in a hat. And a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested, banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk. But there he goes. <laughs> the 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms. Bare-chested. So, Somebody stop that down. man. That's all well and good. But the actual football that's going on in the field, of course I had FOMO, right? We just finished up a game. I want to get home. I want to get in front of the TV. It's such a visual pro- product. He had, man, I was fine. I wanted to sit in the car and listen to the rest of the game. He's that good on the radio. Just as an aside, uh, listening to that. He's terrific. I didn't miss a damn thing with so, him on the call. So let's, I want to go through the second half here and the decision making and the thought process. 49ers get the ball down 17 to start the second half. They go down, they kick a field goal. All right, if I'm the Detroit Lions, it's like, all right, not great. It's now a two-score game instead of a three-score game, but we didn't give up a touchdown. Uh, you know, there's only 30 minutes you have to survive in the second half. 30 minutes of gameplay between you and your first ever appearance in the Super Bowl. And the only thing you can't is long you could be outscored by 16, you're still going to the Super Bowl. Yep. So this is how you have to kind of frame your second half. We need to lose by 16 or less over these last 30 minutes, and we are going to the Super Bowl. Any result that has us going to the Super Bowl is absolutely fine, no, no matter how it matter. happens. One point, Do three it points, it doesn't matter. points, it does not matter. So the Lions then get the ball, and they respond. They drive down from their own 25, get it into San Francisco territory, Come to a fourth and two at the San Francisco 28-yard yep. line. And here's the first decision for Dan Campbell of the second half. Now up 14, and they decide to go for it on fourth and two. Would have been a 46-yard field goal? Would have been about from, a 40, a six-yard field they, goal. It's, he's on the 28. They move it back eight. Six, plus, yeah, 18, yeah, 17 10. to 18 yards. Yeah, 45, 46-yard field goal for Michael Badgley. Not... Not the world's greatest kicker, not the world's worst kicker. He's just uh, he's just an NFL kicker. Probably expecting to make that 
75, 80% of the time from that range. So it's not a guaranteed. Uh, if it's fourth and two, you also expect to make that convert on fourth and two around 60 to 70% of the time. Dan Campbell decides, hey, what got us here? We've been aggressive on fourth and short all season all long. Season. All my players have been converting. We still have the momentum. I mean, all we have given up is a field goal here. Yeah. Let's continue to step on their throat and go for it. I can certainly defend that decision by Dan Campbell. Now, I would have looked at it this way. I would have said, if we kick the field goal here, and you know, hopefully we make it if we kick it, it's back to a three-score game, and we've just traded three points for three points. We can do that all game long. And we'll be fine. Uh, you know, If we're trading the same amount of points that they're scoring, we win. We win. They cannot catch up. So as we match what they do, we're good. So I would have probably gone for the field goal there. And even if we missed the field goal and I go, man, we should have gone for it, not the end of the world in that situation, but I would try to have made it a three-score game. But I think that decision, fourth and two, fourth and short, you've been doing it all season. I think it's good for coaches to remain in character for the most part. Do what brought you to this point. You had it, by I, the way. I, you had it. Josh Reynolds dropped it. He dropped it. the you ball. It. It, wasn't a, you know, it wasn't the coach's fault that Josh Reynolds dropped the pass. <laughs> it's very defensible. All right, the next possession, then the ball goes to the 49ers. And they have that crazy, crazy play, the 51-yard completion that goes off the face mask of Kindle Valdor and is caught by Brandon Ayuk inside the five-yard line, turns into a touchdown for the 49ers. And I'm sure at this point it's like, okay, now it's a seven-point game. Now you're starting to, oh, okay, this you, is... you. Everything gets a little, a little tighter if you're the Lions because at that moment, that's where I felt. It was not a good throw by Brock Purdy. It was, I mean, it was he overshot him. And I'm not necessarily saying Kendall Vildor should have made that incredibly difficult catch, falling backwards, <laughs> parallel to the ground. He looks up, ball hits him in the face mask. You're like, okay, we got away with one. Well, it just happens to Karam to Ayuk, who makes a spectacular play. But it's right then and there I went. You could see the pendulum just go boom, swing the other way. The crowd then goes ape ass and they go nuts they get way into it you had taken that very demonstrative crowd out of that game for most of the game now they are right back in it and now you're screwed and a little unluckily you've got the crowd back into it it's a one score game you're you're only up seven the one thing you can't really afford right there is you don't want to do anything that's going to Turn it over. So what does Dan Campbell call on the very first play? A very safe run up the middle. Probably the safest call you can make in this situation. And, of course, Jameer Gibbs fumbles, has Mm. the ball stripped out. Again, not a bad coaching decision. That is poor player execution right there. One play, and it's back to the 49ers. They're already in scoring range. Uh, They go right down 24 yards. They score the touchdown. And now the game is tied. The offense, now you're a little bit rattled. They go three and out on the next series. The 49ers get the ball back. They go down, kick a field goal, take the lead for the first time in the game. So now you are down. All right, this is where people lost their minds. The Lions get the ball back at their 25. They go down, drive into 49ers territory. They're starting to get some momentum back. The offense looks a little more like it did in the first half. You get down to the 30-yard line. You're facing fourth and three in this situation. There is about seven and a half minutes remaining in the f- fourth quarter. So you're starting to get a little tight on time. 
Here are your options. You can kick a field goal. Uh, it's a 48 yarder yep. probably, which is going to be about a, you know, 75 to 80 percenter for your kicker. You can, and if you make it, you're tied. You're tied. Yeah, tie but you're also putting the ball back into the hands of an offense that has scored on every possession in the second half, that has grabbed all the momentum. You haven't really stopped them. They've got a great running back, the best in the game, and Christian McCaffrey. You can certainly see a scenario where they can just pound it, go down the field, run the clock down as far as they can, and give you almost no time. If they score a touchdown or a field goal, you could be screwed even if you make the field goal in that situation. You may not touch the ball again and still lose the game in that situation, even though you tied it in in there. And even if you don't, even if it stays tied, you could still lose the game in overtime. It's a coin flip, probably less than that on the road. So you make the field goal. There's still a lot of bad things that can happen. You go for it, though, and you convert. You get the first down. You have a chance to score, go down, score the touchdown, take the lead, put the pressure back on the other team. You're up by four, so they can't even get a field goal to tie it. You you force them to have to go down and score a touchdown. Uh, even if they do, you probably still have time left on the clock to go down and either tie it or win it late in the game. There's a lot of good things that can happen if you convert that fourth and three. This is why I defended Dan Campbell's decision in that situation to go for it and not kick the field goal. Even if you don't make it, You've got timeouts. There's plenty of time left. You're going to need a stop by your defense. You can get the ball back. You can still win the game if you don't make it. Now, they didn't get the stop. The 49ers went down, scored a touchdown, made it a 10-point game, and essentially that that was it. But the narrative that Dan Campbell made the dumbest decision ever not to kick a 48-yard field goal just to tie the game to me, is a huge overreaction of criticism to Dan Campbell. I probably would have kicked the field goal just because I knew everyone would expect me to, and no one's going to criticize me for it, and if my kicker misses, they'll blame him. They won't blame me, and you know, I want to coach for my job, and I want to be able to you know, write down why, why did we lose. Well, it wasn't on me, but Dan Campbell doesn't coach that way. We know that. He yeah, doesn't coach that, that way. Yeah. He wanted to do something to help his team win the game. He went for it. It didn't work. I don't I don't really see the problem with that one. I have more of a problem with the first time not kicking to go back up 17 than I did going I for it I, on fourth and 3 there in, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, if you're going to if you're going to nitpick, I think that was the one where you at least try to put your foot on the the throat and go for three be up three scores. The one down there, man, I and again, they they had that one. They had they he went for it at that one. Then they didn't kick the first one, and he had it. The ball hit him right in the numbers. It's just bad execution. But I it's think not the wrong call. That impacts the decision for the second time yeah. around because then you have to look at like I fully recognize that that's the style of play that got them to that point. But I do think you have to also maybe take a step back and look in the moment and not the 17 games you've already played this, this year. This whatever. isn't week six. I get it. You it's not, you're think, not in week six bro, here. We are dropping passes. We have let them back into this. We have blown a 17-point lead. Is that a, Okay, is that a panic move, Paulie, to go? Isn't it a panic move when you're chasing it to maybe, I don't know, Go and hedge last night on your bookies website and end up losing both bets. Is that, I don't know that a, you can fully is it call a panic? It a, is it a panic move? I don't know that you can call it a panic move when well, all you're doing is trying to tie the game back up. Like you're, but again, I mean, so our we have a, a buddy, he's a listener, and we used to have him on the show. He used to do picks for us. Our buddy Cash Meddy, 
Correct. He's the biggest Lions fan I've ever met. He's like the only Lions fan that has been with the Lions that I know that's for his whole life. He's like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. He goes, our kicker's terrible. This is absolutely the right call both times. Dan Campbell tries to win football games. Dan Campbell doesn't manage football games to 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 lose. He doesn't he doesn't do it like I'm going to play. I'm now I'm going to play smart. He plays and coaches the way that he coaches, and it served them well to this point. I, you know, he's like our kicker stinks. He stinks. There's no guarantee he was going to make either of those. But but here's Campbell, I think, talking about uh, his decisions. Yeah, I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and and not letting them play long ball. Um, you know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. Um, and I wanted to get the upper hand back. Um, you know, and, and it would have. It's easy hindsight, and I get it. You know, um, I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because you know they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to to work out. But I just I don't. I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. Um. But you know, we just just didn't work out. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely fine with that explanation. Great tweet just sent to us by Ralph Russo. Lions dropped a fourth down conversion and a third down conversion and had an interception bounce off a dude's face mask into a receiver's arms for a 50-yard gain, and we're going to get bad fourth down takes for days. Now, did Dan Campbell make some mistakes? Uh, Yeah, Uh, especially on that last touchdown drive when they had three timeouts left and there was uh, a minute left in the game and that third and goal and they ran a run play, which didn't get to the end zone, Murdered and they clock, had to use the, t- the, timeout. the timeout, which meant there's no way they can get the ball back yeah, from the 49ers tough. if they don't recover an onside kick. You get the the touchdown in one of the next two plays, and you don't need to use a timeout. You can kick it to them. You can get three and out. Now, they probably wouldn't up. The 49ers were moving the ball so well, yeah, but you yeah, had chance. at least a chance. I'd and rather take my chances of getting a three and out than an onside kick recovery. You, you could have yeah. kicked yeah. the earlier field goal to get within seven and, and save more time and gone for it that way. The one thing you can't do is burn a timeout trying to score a touchdown. There's just no one recovers onside kicks anymore. Nope. Since they changed the rule, it is so rare to recover an onside kick in football, and you put yourself in that position. Uh, you're probably going to lose anyway, but you didn't even give yourself a chance. You, you had to throw on those downs. You can't risk being tackled in the field of play and having to burn a timeout. So, yeah, he made a mistake. We said he made a mistake when he was playing the Cowboys and went for went for two after the penalty when he got backed up in the seven. It's like, kick the extra point, man, at that it. point. At that point, you've, 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 we know that you're a riverboat gambler. Yeah. We know. You, you don't have to prove anything but to I, us. I don't Take think it. this was Dan going, I have to go for it because that's, you that's, know, that's what's expected. That's who I am. The numbers and, and ESPN's um, stat gurus put out the statistical tweet, and, you know, these numbers are not exact, they're not infallible, but they are, you know, based on some sort of expectation. Ed Werder, when the, in the third quarter, when they, if they had gone for it, it's a 90.5% chance you win the game. If you kick the field goal, you have a 90.3% chance of winning the game. So it's a, it's a coin flip. Literally. But essentially, a slightly more, so you have slightly more chance of winning the game if you go for it. And then in the fourth quarter, same thing. Down three, you have a 39.1% chance of winning if you go for, for the first down, a 38.8% chance of winning if you kick the field goal. A coin flip again, but the numbers actually say 
that statistically, mathematically, Dan Campbell made the right call by a fraction both times. And again, those aren't infallible numbers, and you do have to read game situation, but there's no way that the criticism, the avalanche of criticism that Dan Campbell got is in any way justified based on those fourth down calls. Because they they simply was no right or wrong answer on those. You can go either way. Because they didn't work, it was the wrong choice, and I get that, and he gets that, and I respect that about Dan Campbell. He takes that criticism, he'll live with it, he understands it's part of the job. Absolutely, it is, and uh, it's it you know it's going to stick with him all off season. But I don't think he's going to change oh. who he is. And the the Lions absolutely charged that game, lioned that game. Whether it's Dan Campbell's fault or not, as an organization, as a team, they will regret that opportunity forever yeah. and ever. Even if they win Super Bowls, they'll say we might have had one more. Well, the one that got away, we absolutely, they absolutely biffed it. Yep, one way or another. All right, let's uh, talk about the other game coming up, and then we'll play a little take on Woods. Next here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 